You're listening to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a business coach for online health coaches who want to attract their ideal clients, stop feeling defeated by their never-ending to-do list, balance a healthy lifestyle with their growing business, and stop overanalyzing what everybody thinks of them so that they can confidently own their message and online presence. On this podcast, we dive deep into health information you can share with your clients, business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. Guess what? I have a new training for you. It is my free overwhelm masterclass and cheat sheet. And when you leave a written review on iTunes on the Health Coach Nation podcast and you email info at HaleyRowe.com with the subject line podcast review and a screenshot of your review, I will email you the free Overwhelm Masterclass and Overwhelm Cheat Sheet. So I cannot wait to share it with you, and thank you so much for being a listener on this podcast, sharing your valuable time with me, and now let's get into the episode. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with my client graduate, Casey Vu, and Casey is on Instagram at Coach Casey Vu. And we're talking about her experience in the Zero to Hero Coach program, her journey as a coach, um, and all the different things that she has done in 2020, launching her business, growing her business, booking clients, even during a pandemic. And we're going to talk a little bit about what that took and what did she have to do to be able to do that. So first of all, welcome, Casey. And feel free to share with our audience your elevator pitch because we love that kind of thing. And that's something that we teach in the Zero Hero Coach program. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Um, hello everyone, my name is Casey Vu. I am a mindset coach and NLP practitioner for other coaches and entrepreneurs to really push past their success thresholds so they can start showing up confidently and consist consistently online. Um, and I'm I'm really blown away by how fast I've gotten to this point in my business. Um, and thinking about when we first chatted on the phone. <laughs> yeah, right. So what was interesting is when we first connected, I think it was like towards late. 2019. I'm not even sure at this point, everything has blurred together. But <laughs> when we first connected, um, you were actually a part of my podcast giveaway contest, which here we are now being a guest on the Health Coach Nation podcast. Um, and it wasn't like you were specifically looking for a coach, but I could tell that you were frustrated in your business and was kind of not sure, like, where did I want to take this? Um, so tell everyone a little bit about just where you were when we first chatted, what were some of the thoughts you would have as a coach? Um, and, and maybe not even as a coach at that point, I think you were looking into being a YouTube, um, vlogger. So tell us a little bit about like, what were your thoughts? What were your concerns? What were you frustrated with? And we'll go from there. So going back to the beginning of the journey. Oh my goodness. Um, I love talking about it because I get to look back and just really um, 
soak in how much I've grown. Um, but before you and I made contact, I knew that I needed something else because I had already bought the courses. Um, I bought the course on how to become a successful YouTuber. I bought a course on how to build a course. Um, they're all over the internet because I still get constant ads. And I went ahead and I spent the money on that. Um, the upsetting part about that is that I never made my money back from that. And as um, someone who has a toddler, I'm a full-time a full-time mom on top of growing my business. Um, I just I just didn't have the time for that, and I wasn't seeing any any income. And it was such a long-term thing that I knew that I'm in business for the long term, but I knew that I needed a a cash injection because of the fact that I had spent money already and we only had one income. Um, and I'm, I'm really big on uh, manifestation. And that's how like you and I talked a little bit about that when we first started talking. Um, but I knew that I needed like a, a business coach, like someone to guide me, someone to hold my hand because I didn't get that in courses. I didn't have um, someone to sit down and talk with me about what it was I was actually struggling with and what it was that I actually wanted. Um, so when it was kind of crazy how I ended up signing with you as a coach, because I knew that I needed some help and you were so, you were so kind enough to ensure that I was making the right decision because I was scared. I was scared of making another like a big investment, but you took the time out to answer every single one of them. Um, and, you know, for anyone else who is like, I've already invested so much and like, I can't afford another thing. Um, just, it, it felt good to know that you had faith in me and you saw like what the potential that I had, which helped me see the potential that I, I had too. So that was kind of a big thing for me. Yeah, I love that. I, I agree. We did. I love all things manifestation. And I believe you're put with the right people at the right time. And anyone who's meant to be a client will end up being a client. And if it's not meant to be, let it go. Um, that doesn't mean, you know, I teach people to just hope that things will happen. I do teach you guys strategies and like how to connect with people and how to rock your sales. Oh, boy. Give me one second, as usual. Just break these down. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get that off. So, um, anyways, but I do feel like we had a really special connection, and I think that's too really important when it comes to working with a coach, making sure that because it's one thing if you buy a course and you're being self-led and you're on your own, it's another thing to be connecting with somebody pretty much every week. You kind of mm -hmm. have to feel like you guys have a connection. Um, so I really appreciated that you had questions. I appreciated that you were, I, I understand why a lot of people are hesitant when thinking about signing up with a coach because I've been on both sides. I've been the client and I've been the coach and I've done the courses and I've done the private coach, you know, work with a private coach. And so I know how it feels to be hesitant. And, um, one of the things that, we talked about that was really important to you in the beginning was number one, you wanted things to feel authentic for you in your business. Um, number, so that requires personalized support, right? Cause of course can tell you what to do, but it might not always feel 100% aligned. 
The second thing we talked about in the very beginning was you wanted to make your have an ROI, which you have now and have done that within our coaching time together, which was amazing and even topped it a little bit. Um, and now you know how to repeat that, which has been huge. And then the third thing you mentioned um, was just not just needing structure because as a busy mom, you don't have a lot of time. Um, so what would you say in the beginning that were big surprises to you or things you had to learn through coaching to achieve those goals? Um, definitely having a clear idea on what it was you needed to get done. So like you mentioned before, like I was, well, I'm going to go on YouTube and do this YouTube thing. But when I look back at that, it was really a way of hiding from doing the things that would actually make money in your business. Um, and I know that's probably hard for like people to hear that because it would, it was hard for me to hear that because when I signed up with you, like I paid for the investment and I don't know if you remember, but at the end of my little welcome packet with you, I was like, I'm not even sure I want to be a coach. And what that meant was I'm too scared to do the things that it takes to build an online business. That's the truth because there's so many different um, mindset blocks when it comes to actually doing what it takes to grow a business. So like Haley has taught me how to make 5k plus consistently in my business, which I mean that, I mean, that can quadruple the amount that I have initially invested in her. So I think the only hesitation really was just, do I have what it takes to actually do the work? So the biggest surprise for me, I think was that I had the ability to do these money generating activities to inject money pretty quickly in my business, but I was just doing everything else aside from that, like wanted a podcast. I wanted, you know, I needed to have 10 K followers on Instagram first. And I, I mean, I've made, I've been in and out of entrepreneurial gigs, if, if you want to call it that. I mean, I wanted to be a personal trainer for myself. I um, invested in network marketing and I had grown an Instagram in the past to the thousands, but I've never made as much money as I made now. And I have less at the time that I made the, my, my investment back with you. I had less than 500 or even less than 400 followers on Instagram. So it really is truly um, you getting in your own head about how you're not good enough to be a coach, you're not good enough to sign um, people at a certain amount. Um, so it's really just like you're in your own head. And when you're taking courses, when you're trying to be a YouTuber, you have no one telling you, um, hey, actually, you can do this, use this strength that you have. Um, yeah, let's test this out for one or two weeks, see how it goes. You don't have that when you don't have, you know, like a private um, coach like I had with you. And that I think that's the biggest, most powerful thing that I got out of working with you for sure. I appreciate that. And I really do feel like when it comes to the surprising, like what what I find, too, that when I'm talking to coaches, I hear all the time like, oh, yeah, I just need more followers or I just need to have that podcast first because then it will make me more official and then I could start booking clients. And the truth is you all 
with the power of the internet could start booking clients this week if you just connect with people if you decide and take a stance for whatever it is you're going to do with your coaching and what your message is and if you bring value to people the more value you bring and the more offers you make and making sure that the right people are seeing it of course that's really in a nutshell what it takes and so i agree half of the battle a lot of the time is just eliminating the distractions or the things that you don't need to do as a highest priority thing right now to start bringing in cash flow in your coaching business because if you don't bring in cash flow in your coaching business just like you said you were at a point where i kind of needed to do something because i had make made investments and it wasn't wasn't working out so when it comes to you as a client one thing i just want to point out about casey and it i think it makes you a great coach too is that you're very self-aware so anytime you had you know something a mindset block or um something stressing you out it was like you knew about it you brought it to our sessions we were able to work through it and maybe you know you thought one thing and then we figured out with something else but it was like so refreshing because it it just shows that you were really committed and you wanted to not only just change your business but you were committed to rising up as a ceo and helping others do the same because so many people struggle with mindset blocks and when um when it comes to mindset blocks one of the questions i wanted to ask you since it's really something you're good at and something you've been trained in um how did you kind of work through some of those mindset blocks through coaching and um just every step of the way when you would have fear of like this is new or i've never done this or i want to distract myself from this because i don't feel confident yet like tell tell our audience any suggestions you'd have yeah um definitely i i felt like every time i came to haley during our sessions i was always going through a mindset block and i think a lot of people assume that that means that it, you don't have what it takes and in my opinion if you are self-aware enough which i am because i'm a mindset coach sometimes it's good and bad i say but it really is a good thing to know when your mindset blocks are coming up and the fears are coming up because that means you're actually moving closer to doing what it takes to grow in your business because what actually is happening is that you have a success threshold that's like oh well i don't know what a six figure business looks like i just know what it looks like to struggle and you know not make it that is more familiar to me and I think I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with the fears. Um, I'm gonna stick with the distractions, but that's all happening kind of unconsciously. And it comes up as excuses. It comes up as, you know, I don't have a lot of followers. Um, I don't have time. I have ch children. Um, so that's what it looks like on the surface level. A lot of like these fears and mindset blocks. Um, and so what my tip is, is definitely be self-aware recognize your fear almost like as a third person say okay i'm feeling like i don't want to um show up today okay what does that mean for me all right so i'm fearful that i might be rejected okay so where's that fear coming from well you know i've always um not liked being in front of people right so it stems from something and it really is your best benefit of 
being aware of it and understanding that it's really just an old story. It's, it's kind of this old programming and that you can move and rise above that. What makes a coach so valuable in helping you through that is they help you to recognize your fear kind of as that third person and really helping you reframe. So for anyone that has that fear, such as I'm scared to invest in a coach, which is definitely what I had, um, listen to that fear and say, okay, is it, are you scared because you think it won't work? Okay. Why do you think it won't work? And really asking those questions and having conversations with yourself instead of just straight up listening to your fear. Um, I think a lot of people are unconsciously listening to their fear and kind of going with it and allowing it to make um, their decisions. And in the past four months with working with you, I feel like I utilized my fear as a compass. I feel like every time I felt scared, it meant that I was, I had to do it. (laughs) It meant that um, there was going to be so much growth on the other side. And that is kind of the case with investing in Haley. It was, it, it's not a small investment, but the value is there. So, so of course I had so much fear coming up when I was going to make that investment, but if it wasn't for me doing it anyways, rising above my fear, I would not have grown into the CEO that I am right now who teaches other people how to rise above their fear and become the CEOs of their business. So as coaches who are listening to listening to this podcast, if you yourself can't rise above the fear of money, how can you expect to help your potential clients do it? So whenever I'm having a struggle, whenever I'm having the fears, um, which I have a ton, I know that it actually makes me a better coach if I have them and I work through them, I get through them, I ask for help, um, because that is going to be valuable for the clients that I have, because they're going to have the same fears too. So um, just recognize, are you projecting your fears? Are you repelling clients from potentially working from with you because you're scared in investing yourself? Um, So that's kind of something to keep in mind when you're investing in a coach. Wow, yes. Okay. Backing up to what you said about if you're afraid to invest in yourself, how can you expect others to invest in you? That is so huge. And there's our, our clients tend to reflect us, right? So if we're uncommitted, we're going to attract uncommitted clients. If we are not trying to become the best we can be and work through our own stuff, maybe our clients will, will reflect that too. So I think it is important to really um, investigate, like you said, you know, ask yourself, why do I have this fear? Where is it coming from? What is the worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? Am I willing to take that chance? Um, Just being able to ask yourself questions rather than just like you said, making decisions from fear, it's it's gonna be a game changer. And that's why coaching so powerful is because we use questions with our clients to support them in making changes and and finding their blind spots. Um, So when it comes to your journey now and where you are now, tell me a little bit about what you feel more confident about, um, what you're working on in your business, any wins or successes that you've had along the way. 
um, just kind of share by going through this fear, by doing something that was out of your comfort zone, tell us a little bit more about what's been on the other side. So much. Um, so I went from someone who really felt like I, I wasn't good enough. I couldn't possibly be a coach. I couldn't teach other people how to do this to um, signing my first clients and then doubling my prices. Plus like I, I doubled my prices and um, I found that because I showed up and invested in myself, it was easy for me to coach other people into investing in themselves into helping them see past their fear because that's a lot of what coaching is. Um, another thing was I had a terrible relationship with selling. Um, I was so, I teach a lot of old programming, right? And how to break through that old programming. And one of the old programs that I had was this old model of what sales looks like. I thought that sales was icky. You took, you took something from other people. Um, but the truth is, is that selling is truly an act of service. Um, it's an exchange for um, a transformation. And when I adopted that mindset, um, I was truly able to show up and actually make impact in other people's lives. Because when I had, you know, when I was a fitness influencer, like two, three years ago, I, yeah, I had thousands of followers, but I wasn't making impact in anyone's life by just not having anything to sell. People are like, oh, oh, awesome. She's making really great progress. Um, that's inspirational. But you don't have someone accountable to help you through kind of like your mindset blocks through what it is that you're struggling on a day to day basis. Um, so that was one thing that has really changed for me is my mindset on sales. Um, another thing would be, I felt like I was also a better coach because I had a coach, um, because I knew what it felt like to be on the other side as a client. It made things really click so easily for me. And it gave me a lot of confidence to actually sell my offers and to show up as an authority online. Um, I, I really, like you mentioned earlier um, on the post that you post on Instagram about me having kind of like this rapid growth on Instagram um, without doing anything like sleazy, right? Like I wasn't um, buying any followers, but I had this massive like injection of followers because I was showing up so consistently. I was showing up as an authority figure. I had my, um, my off, I was really confident about what I offered. And I, I really knew exactly who I was speaking to. And in the past, it was just in the past, I was just really doubtful all the time, not really clear about what it is I, I was showing up, right, really with no reason. And I had, so for anyone that's listening, um, for those of you listening, and and who is you're already showing up online pretty consistently, you're putting out and posting constantly, like do like really honestly do yourself a favor and ask if, if you're actually doing money generating activities, because like I have spent years building an Instagram and it, it tears me to pieces when I see people like posting all the time, spending such precious energy showing up and, they're actually not even selling their offers. Maybe they don't have like an offer um, 
created. They're not really being their authentic selves because they're too scared. Um, that's that's kind of my my tip. I, I would hate for someone else to go through what I went through. Yeah, I completely agree. I really think a lot of people have this idea that it's like I'm just going to post. I'm just going to post, and people are going to come, and it's going to be great. And unfortunately, I have to be the bearer of bad news a lot of the time. <laughs> There's more to it than that. But um, I really think that the way you explained the sales fears, that's another big thing that a lot of people go through. You're not alone in that. A lot of people have a bad view of sales. What were some things that helped you change your view of sales? Um, definitely. I had to be confident in myself. So something that I, I talk about is sales confidence. So if you don't have this kind of unshakable confidence in yourself and your ability to figure it out, it's going to show up in your energy when you're on the sales call, when you're trying to sell on stories on Instagram. If there's, if there's slivers of doubt inside of you, your audience, your prospects are gonna they're gonna feel that maybe they won't be able to really put a finger on it but something that i learned in nlp which is neuro linguistic programming is that there's only seven percent communication through words alone 93 percent of that is through tonality body language so if your body language is off if your tone is off people are gonna read that and they're gonna be like well i don't really know per se why i feel repelled from you, but um, they, that's what happens. And I, I found that too with sales calls. Um, if you aren't confident, and it, like Haley taught me so much about sales calls um, and uh, sales psychology, and if you yourself is you're not confident and you're already feeling like, oh my gosh, my pricing is too expensive, um, my this prospect isn't going to see value in that they're gonna feel that from you. They're gonna feel that desperate energy um, and they're gonna feel repelled by that. So something that I like to talk about is, are you going into a sales call with scarcity mindset or are you going into the sales call with abundant mindset? Um, and so when you're going into a call with scarcity mindset, your mindset is, uh, they think that my price is too much or there's no one gonna that's gonna sign with me I've already had like a really good month who like how can I match that that's scarcity mindset but if you go on a sales call with abundant mindset like people want to buy my my services people um, really want the transformation that I have to offer and they do want to provide that energy exchange um, I, I'm going to go into this call and see if I want to work with them versus, oh, they're, you know, what if they don't want to work with me? Go in there like, let me see if this person, like, if I want to work with this person because it's super intimate, it's one on one. Um, and as far as pricing goes, and really like telling someone how much your price is and you're trying to figure out pricing. You are also doing yourself a disservice if you continuously slash your prices down because you think that that's actually going to attract more people to you. Um, because in my opinion, and really just with sales psychology, people aren't going to value something that's $97 the way that something is, you know, 
four figures plus, right? People are going to be very serious about the time that they have with you. They're going to be very serious about um, being held accountable and doing the things that it takes in order to um, achieve that end goal. And something that I like to talk about, um, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but is considering, um, so I used to have a, a membership membership to Planet Fitness because um, it was like the only gym in our area because we had moved and it, it's $10, right? It's $10 a month. And I went for like the first three months. And then after that, I literally had my gym membership for an entire year because I didn't, I wasn't sure what it was, but I felt like it wasn't until after I had to um, quit my membership was that people that were, that I seemed to be around me, they weren't very serious about their fitness, right? They were just kind of like everyone, everyone was there. Like the machines were always taken and um, like people were not really like excited about being healthy and fit. And I had been in gyms before where everyone was really motivated and everyone really cared about their health and their fitness. And so when I, I made the decision to get serious about my own health because of my own, um, I had, I had been diagnosed with postpartum depression. And so I really wanted to get healthy again. And I decided to try yoga. I spent a hundred dollars a month, which is insane, right? It's 10 X the amount of planet fitness, but I, I was serious. I showed up. The value was there. There was less people in each class because of the price, but everyone was there really was serious about their health and really expanding um, their fitness and their mental health and their, and their spiritual health. So it, that's something to keep in mind. If you're feeling a lot of fear about raising your prices, you really got to take a look about look at your own mindset and get some support there. 100%. I agree. And it's I love that example and analogy because it makes it makes so much sense. I know if I buy something for $10, I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. Um, so why look, when we let's back up a little bit when we first started working together um i had we had a couple calls beforehand i i spoke with you and your husband about your questions and 100% like i'm like i was like this this is somebody who does her research she does her due diligence <laughs> which is good it's a very good thing because i think a lot of people don't um and so what would you say to somebody who's hesitating or, you know, is afraid to book a call or um, something like that when it comes to the Zero to Hero Coach program? That's actually a really great question. Um, and I really, really valued Haley taking the time out to really go over all of the questions that I had because um, there are different types of buyer psychologies, right? And I happen to be the one that's very like, I need all the details, I need to know like what I'm signing up for. But at the same time, I'm also like the impulsive buyer too. The thing with my particular situation is because I had already made those investments, I was like, I need to be so sure about what I'm buying. Um, and so I would say for anyone that's feeling hesitant about booking a call, Haley is like never like never made me feel like I was pressured to um, book. I never felt that that kind of pressure, which I think a lot of people are scared to jump on calls with people because they're like, they're going to make me spend my money, right? But it's 
She's there to provide service to you. Um, she definitely asks important questions and she allows you to ask questions. Um, and she really did help me with every single thing that I needed to take my business from zero to hitting 5k months. So that's kind of what I would say. Thank you. I appreciate that. And Casey has her own during our time together, you come, I mean, you've done so much, you've developed your very own coaching method. That's we'll let you talk about, of course. And I want you to sh share with everybody. Um, I also want to mention that you have transformed your sales mindset. Like you said, you've built your Instagram following. And by the way, everyone, this is all Casey has zero to do with anything I've contributed. Her delivery and her graphics and her way she does her Instagram stories, I highly recommend checking out. They're beautiful. They're well done. She is a class act. And um, I really do think just the way that you're just a, how do I put this? I had a good feeling about you. <laughs> and um, I think that you are committed, you're dedicated. And I think that's important to know you guys is if you want to do something like Casey has done in, in a short period of time, yes, you can have all the help and tools guiding you. Um, but you as well, you know, you have to be committed. And Casey was committed because she had been burned in the past. She didn't want to get burned again. And she does the work and she I get the sense that she very much enjoys the work. <laughs> Would you say you like what you do, Casey? I, I love what I do so much. Um, and it's kind of funny when when Haley and I had our graduate call, she like I gave her some feedback and I raved about her program. And then I was also really curious to know, like, OK, tables turned. <laughs> what like what do you feel like made me a good client? right? Like I, I wanted to hear from her, where do you think my success derived from? Because like when you're in the thick of it, sometimes it's like hard to kind of see that from that outside perspective and getting that feedback because I am 100% the content creator. I'm the coach. I'm the CEO. I like, I build everything on the back end too. So I don't have a business partner, right? I don't have someone to help me with bouncing ideas off and telling me, hey, that works, that's working really well, this is not. Um, and that's what Haley really like provided me with, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but what was the question? <laughs> I was just completely I raving. Mean, no, no, I, I appreciate it. Basically we were saying, um, you asked me what makes somebody a successful client and what do you think, what should I keep doing that's, that's been like what are the principles or characteristics um you didn't say it that way but i think that was kind of what you were asking and so we talked about how consistency is super important and that was something that you you were consistent even with a little baby running around and even though every day wasn't perfect of, of course right that that doesn't matter you were just consistent you kept showing up you kept, you never gave up um and the second thing we talked about was that you're just um, you you like what you do, right? You're not going to love every single part of your business, of course, all the time. But 
I do think that you weren't, you didn't sign up for this just to like take another course or, or dabble or, you know, you, you actually care about your clients. You care about your impact you want to make. And I find that the clients who really do care about that and aren't just signing up to be like, yeah, I think it'd be cool to like maybe have a blog and, you know, post pictures on Instagram. Like that wasn't you. And my clients who are not that do very, very well. I don't even prefer to work. I mean, I don't really work with people who just say, oh, yeah, that would be kind of fun because, of course, <laughs> that's just not that's not what we're about. So um, it can be fun. And we all are, you know, we are about man like aligned action and that kind of thing. But um, that was a second characteristic that I think really allowed you to make progress. And then the third thing was the self-awareness, just being able to be coached, be coachable, be teachable, be implementing, be asking questions, um, reflecting. And you have really good, strong habits too. Like you journal, you um, have your time batching for your business, things like that. So for anybody who's watching this and is like, well, what should I think about when I'm when I'm thinking about doing a program or working with a coach? Think about number one, why you're doing it, right? And it has to go deeper than I just feel like it. I'm in a phase, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Number two, do you feel if you had accountability and structure and a framework, you would be more consistent because consistency is a key to success. So what can you do to enhance your consistency? And then the third thing is, do you feel like you will um, be able to like, take what you're learning, be coachable, be open, be teachable, right? So Casey didn't come in with, you know, I know everything and I'm not, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it's a partnership. And neither I didn't come in with that either. It's a partnership. And um, yes, we have the framework. Yes, we have, you know, the way my content's laid out. But with private coaching, we're able to say, mm, maybe that's not the right route for you in particular based on your goals, based on what you need, et cetera, which is why the course thing she was getting tired of and wanted to have that, that private experience. Um, so tell us about your specific method, what you do, where people can find you, and um, we'll go from there. Yeah. So this this method that I created is something that you can really implement today. It's something that you can use whenever you're contemplating booking a call with Haley, if you're deciding whether or not to um, be a part of her, her growing, growing team. Um, I My method is called the bold method. And so B stands for becoming visionary. Becoming visionary is exactly what Haley was talking about as far as like what made me a really good client, what helped me with see, getting results in my business. It was being a part of something bigger than yourself. You have to really make it something bigger than yourself. It can't just be, I would love to be rich and, you know, live next to the beach or something like that, which is, it's so nice. And I honestly think that that is just a side effect about of what happens when you become a visionary. But for, for me, I really made sure that I wanted to go in because I wanted to, one, I wanted to pave a different future for my daughter. I wanted her to see that despite how scary it is to be an entrepreneur, how despite how against the grain it is, how it's more acceptable to be 
um, in the corporate world because I started off being a corporate banker. I was there. I thought I had quote unquote made it, but I was not happy. So I really want to show her instead of tell her what it looks like to be a visionary. Um, and also to, to come out into the world and say, I'm part of something bigger because I serve other people and pushing past their own mindset blocks and becoming a very empowered and confident self so that they can, you know, implement business strategies in their business. Um, and the second thing is overcoming ego. Um, overcoming ego is like overcoming your inner critic, overcoming that part of you that's constantly saying things like, well, maybe next time, uh, maybe once you have more money in your business, or who are you to do this? Um, th those are the thoughts that I've had, and that I continuously work on because mindset work is um, a practice. And that's also what I teach. I teach exactly um, the different NLP processes and practices that I use to help me with my mindset blocks. Um, so once you learn how to overcome your ego and really figure out where it's coming from and actually what it is, because a lot of people aren't, like you mentioned before, actually self-aware, um, that can really help. The fourth step is to listen to intuition. And so this is, people get a lot of misconceptions about intuition, but intuition is always going to have your best long-term, um, what's good for you long-term. So your ego is very like short-term comforts, right? It's like, it's easier for me to say no on a scary, um, a scary big investment, right? That's your ego that's scared. It wants that short-term comfort of saying no, not taking the scary leap. Whereas your highest, your intuition, your highest self, your inner wisdom, it's going to be like, Hey, that's really scary, but it's going to benefit you in the long term. We're going to do things that benefit us in the long term. Um, on a smaller scale, it could be like ego wants to eat the whole bag of cookies, but and because that's a short term comfort. And so intuition would be like, hey, one cookie is good. And, you know, we're going to reap the benefits tomorrow, the day after and so forth. So that's a little bit of an insight on the difference between your ego and your intuition. Um, that's going to be really important as a coach to know, because once you understand your ego and your intuition, you can better understand your prospects um, ego and intuition, you can better understand your clients ego and intuition, because I know there's health coaches and wellness coaches out there that are like, here's my strategy, eat really well, right, go to the gym, um, do this stuff. But then when you find that your client isn't doing that, that kind of work, if you don't really understand your own mindset, and the deep inner workings of your own fear and your mindset box, it's going to be really hard to really empathize and be compassionate and to help your clients through that or even help your prospects that are they know that your program is perfect for them. But um, they say it's too expensive. If you have a deeper insight on an ego and intuition, that's something that you can teach your um, potential clients and your clients. Um, the last one is my favorite. Um, it's deliver and detach. Deliver and detach means deliver, 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 do the work, do the business strategies. Um, once you've already, you know, work through the ego, started to listen to your intuition, and you're actually showing up in your business, 
um, do the work, but then detach from it. And this one is like so hard for people to wrap their head around. But if I'll use um, a sales call, for example, if you're going into a call and you're like, I've already qualified this person, um, I've read my sales script, um, I've read everything that Haley's given me on sales calls, um, I've listened to her master the art of sales calls. And when you're sitting in front of your uh, prospect on Zoom or whatever, and you deliver, deliver, and then you stay attached, if you stay attached, that is the like, the most repelling thing for your prospect and they will probably say no because they feel that kind of desperate energy from you and then not only will you have lost a client but you will feel so defeated you're going to start feeding into your ego that says oh well you failed um you should have hit that income goal you should have booked that client and that is really what's going to hinder you from showing up the next time so the secret sauce really is truly deliver and detach. So, you know, when I was talking to Haley, when we first started chatting, I was like, Hey, I made an investment already. It was so big. I'm so scared. It's not going to work out. But at the end of the day, that's me delivering, right? I still delivered by investing in my business, um, doing something that I thought was going to help me, but I needed to detach from the outcome. Just because I didn't make money in that previous course didn't mean that I couldn't with you know next level help. So that's something to, to keep in mind is that show up anyways, right? And then just detach from it. It doesn't mean you don't care. It just means that you know that your self-worth isn't dependent on whether or not something will work out. And that's something that you're gonna constantly run into whenever um, you decide to book Haley as your business strategist, you're going to constantly be doing things and you really have to like test it out, see if it works, see what works for you, what works for your audience. Um, and then detach from the fact that from the numbers, because literally I'm, I don't even kid you. I ran into like a point with Haley where I was like, I'm not sure, like, what am I doing? I haven't booked a call in a long time. And she was talking to me about um, like my self-worth and she really helped me with, with my mindset. And I, I walked away saying, okay, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to have fun in my business. I, the numbers, like I really need to stop putting pressure on myself to hit numbers and to book clients. I'm just going to go into this because I love it. And literally four days later, I booked a 3000 plus client right? Because that, because I decided to deliver and then detach from the outcome. And, and that's when you'll actually get what it is that you desire. So that's kind of my method and method in a nutshell. Um, of course, there's a lot more into it, but it's something that you can consider the next time you're trying to do something really big. Yes. Oh my gosh. And what you just hit on is it's more than just strategy. It's your mindset behind the strategy too. You can have, that's why That's why there is this guessing game of should I get this program is because there's people who have a great mindset and great strategy and together it goes really well. And then there's people who either have a strategy, don't have the mindset or have this mindset, but don't have the strategy. So the key is 
to have both. And when you do get too hard on yourself, you do put a lot of pressure on yourself because hello, welcome to our tribe. That's uh, very common in our crew. The key is to step back sometimes and just be like, wait a minute, something has had to have shifted in my energy um, because things have worked before and what, what place was I in there? What headspace was I in there? Uh, and try to go back to that headspace. And Casey, the way you explained your method was so great and so well, well said. It makes me very excited and happy to see you just blossoming and thriving and rocking it. Um, so how can people, well, I'll ask you one more question before we ask you how they can connect with you. And the question is, what advice would you give to somebody watching this who maybe was in spots where they're just feeling low, they don't really know what to do. You know, they're just kind of like, I'm a coach, but am I really a coach? I don't know. <laughs> um, get, I would say definitely have a conversation with yourself. Um, that's actually what I did when I was faced with like, do I invest? Again, do I invest with Haley? Do I do I hire a business coach? Um, you have. I had to get real with myself and say, okay, I bought the courses. I'm not implementing. Um, what's really my goal? Like, do I want? Am I doing this for fun, or am I actually here to make massive income and impact? Right? Because um, I think people think that, well, I'm helping people. Um, I'm making impact, but. At the end of the day, if you aren't making money in your business, you aren't going to be able to add more value to your coaching programs. You aren't going to be able to actually pay for um, more education, right? If you wanted to add more value and to charge more for your clients, right? Maybe that's what you wanted. You need money to do that. Your clients need you to make money so that you can add more value into your program. So you don't get burnt out doing all this free work, posting all the time, you need to really go into it as this is a money generating thing. I, I've got to make money in my business so that I can make impact. Um, so for anyone that's like at a low point right now, I, I've been there. I, I almost feel like I'm talking to my past self, right? Um, I've been there. You have to tap kind of, you know, need to differentiate, okay, what's my ego telling me? Is, is my ego saying, hey, like you don't have what it takes. You're not good enough. You've done this for months now. You haven't made a single dollar, right? That's your ego because it's putting you down. It's making you feel guilty. It's it's blaming you, shaming you, um, and making you feel unmotivated. You've got to really tap into that visionary mindset, that, um, that intuition and say, hey, I tried this out. I tried posting, I tried doing this on my own, I tried YouTube, I tried a podcast. What is next? What what can I seriously do next? Um, and like be your own best friend, you know, like hold yourself and talk to yourself when things get hard um, because that's what it takes honestly to be an entrepreneur. I've done every single scary thing possible <laughs> to get to where I am now. And it's only because I've, again, like I've used my fear as a compass and 
every single time I go for something that scares the living crap out of me, I just become more successful. I grow so much. And when you can step into that CEO self, people are going to honestly be so attracted to you. They're going to be so attracted to what it is that you have to offer. And that all, that all stands in how confident are you in yourself? How confident are you in your offer? How confident are you that you'll get your clients results? Um, so that's what I would say. Just have a conversation with yourself. <laughs> yes. Okay. And be your own best friend. Yes. That yeah. was a big, that's a big one. And I really feel like um, the best is yet one of my favorite mantras whenever I have that moment is the best is yet to come. And how, you know, what start tracking again, your wins, start paying more attention to focusing your energy on what you can do, what is possible, what has already happened that's been positive, and get back into that headspace. Um, and I think Casey said it beautifully by it starts with a conversation with yourself. So mm -hmm. the last thing I want to mention is um, that Casey is on all the platforms, right? And um, can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yes. Um, I'm on Instagram all the time. At, uh, it's at Coach Casey Vu, C-O-A-C-H-K-C, the letters, and then Vu, V as in Victor, U as in Unicorn. Um, and that, like, I wanted to add my little mantra along with Haley's, and it's um, whatever is for you will not pass you. So, like, Ooh. whatever, yeah, whatever past thing that you're, like, caught on and thinking like, oh, well, I failed at this before. I made this bad investment before. Um, like that's really living in the past. And you really have to tell yourself, hey, whatever is for me will not pass me. And that's helped me get through all of these months of growing so much. Yes, I'm putting that in the show notes. Um, <laughs> and I want to real quick just recap on the comment section here. We had Megan watching with us. Thank you so much, Megan. And she said, Casey's Insta is great. And uh, she also said, Haley's calls are great. Thank you, Megan. Uh, Lori said, you're worth it. If you don't think that's true, no one else will. And um, we had a couple other good comments from Megan. So thank you so much for that. And everyone, I just want to say that if you're watching this, it's probably because number one, you need to hear what Casey has to say when it comes to owning your worth and stepping into listening to your higher self. And number two, I want you to know that we're all a part of the same tribe. We're all, you know, tend to be women who have a lot of goals and ambition. And when we're able to connect and collaborate and lift each other up the sky is the limit even during a pandemic right casey because you yeah. had the best months during a pandemic i know yeah. it's crazy yes Amazing. all right well thank you so much for being a guest and if anybody has any questions let me know and thank you so much thank you Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call 
to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.